Hello and welcome to another scandalous episode of Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast to appear in the end credits of a Marvel movie. I am one of your hosts, Adam, and with me as always is John. John, how are you doing today? All right. We are we are three to six games being away from being done with the NBA season, so that kind of sucks. Oh really? Avoid. Yeah. I guess in you know I guess I'll follow the Olympics this year. I'm not really sure what to do, but I, as as I think I've spoken with on here before, I don't like to watch the news, so um, I need something else to follow. Mm-hmm. Right. Is usually my thing. Football, some. Um, I've been watching the European soccer tournament, uh, but that's almost over. I think that'll be over uh, before this even posts. So go go England and. Uh, <laughs> Although I think Italy's going to win. That's my prediction. My official prediction is Italy. And anyway, so that's, that's what I got going on. How about you? Yeah. Um. Nothing. Uh, I I told I told you in the in the pre-show I bought that giant board game. Where I didn't buy it. My wife bought it for me. But, um, you know, I could talk about that for a long time, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, with us as always is uh, uh the Nick Fury in the the end credit scene that we appeared in our very own Felton Felton. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Um, or should I scream and yell and curse <laughs> of Nick Fury? <laughs> what the hell is going on? I say no. <laughs> um, I'm doing good. Um, like John said, tonight is game two, the NBA finals. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if Phoenix keeps playing the way they played in game one, yes, it might not even go four games. They might just, after three games, they might just end it. <laughs> Dude, there might be a mercy roll. Uh. <laughs> That's it. No more. No more. No more. Nah, we don't need this. We don't need more of this. But yeah, hoping for a more um, engaging game too. Uh, game one was so. Well, I didn't even watch game one. That's how bad it was. Be, I just checked the scores 30. for a while. Yeah. It was only thirty. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen when 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 the whistle blows. When it got to like seven to nine points, that's when I turned to the to the game in the fourth quarter, and then it quickly just ballooned back up to about fifteen twenty. And uh, it's like, ah, well, maybe game two they'll show up, but we'll see. Hey, um, I don't know. It's been a while now, maybe six months ago since we did our uh, fun episode of the best hacker movies. We were ranking them. Yeah, the one fun episode we, we had. I don't think we ever did TV shows, but let me tell you what TV show is the, one of the worst hacker mo- hacker shows ever, and it's called Startup. It's a piece of crap series that was canceled. <laughs> up. Nobody watched that thing. It's not accurate. They make they make up random stuff that doesn't even make sense. It was unwatchable for somebody who knows anything about their business. Are you familiar with the show, Adam? No, no. What I am very curious. What made you just randomly start talking about this? Like, what made you think of this this terrible program? Because we often talk about TV shows that get us started, and I was trying to keep it more That's relevant true. than yeah. just random things. So don't watch Startup. And I only watched it because the guy from Fargo was in it, Martin Friedman, which most Martin people Freeman. know him as the guy. Most people know him as the guy from The Hobbit, but I prefer him as the guy from Fargo. <laughs> um. I mean, there's there there's only like three shows that would fall in, into the hacker thing, right? And like it's it's startup, IT crowd, and Mr. Robot. 
No, there's more than that. I mean, all those shows you see, like on 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 the FBI thing, or on uh, I think it's FBI. They always have a hacker on there. And That's CIA true. Yeah, got their president hacker who's who you know. You take a perfectly good actor and you tell him to t- to talk about this irrelevant fake stuff. Right. And if he only knew, he'd be embarrassed. He should reject the role. It's, it's not being a. Or I'm, just I'm, spend a day with a hacker, man. I'm 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 halfway convinced that those that those uh, writers know how bad it is and they were just like one upping each other. I swear <laughs> I sw- I saw some it was uh, NCIS I think it was I didn't even see the whole episode it was just like a clip that someone had posted online. Um, the the hacker type she's on the com- she's on the keyboard she's like oh he's getting in and they're smashing the keys and one of the other agents is like let me help. And he stands next to her and they're both like dueling pianos, but they're both on the same keyboard. Like, like he's on one half of it and she's at the other. And they're just like, like, oh, he's getting in. And then they stop him because, you know, if you if you have two people typing on the same keyboard, it works. So this, this is this is my two minute summary of startup. OK, OK, starts off with somebody's coming up and. Somebody came up with a great idea called GenCoin, not Bitcoin, GenCoin. All right, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's totally different. This is this is how to get money everywhere in the world. You can get loans without credit checks. It's amazing future of yeah. all money. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then so, all right, so then there's some banker guy, and his dad is a criminal who launders money for crooks. He, he ends up laundering money for some kind of drug dealer. And the drug dealer's like, I want my money back. And the guy's like, I already put it in GenCoin. The guy's like, okay, I don't want my money back. I want to be a partner in GenCoin. <laughs> and then, that sounds pretty good. Several episodes, several episodes later, uh, I stuck with it for some reason. Don't make fun of me. Several episodes <laughs> later, they decide, okay, now we're going to go through a hostile takeover. They were hostily taken over by some genius who was secretly backed by a Russian mafia. Okay. All right. Then... All right, so they lost a company. Damn it, everybody get drunk, do a bunch of drugs. Okay, shit, that sucks. All right, I got a new idea. I'm going to come up with a new new dark web. This this, this is going to be a dark web that's actually secure. And so dark they web. come up with this great idea. But then they're going to get that idea stolen by the same guy that stole the GenCoin business. But then he mysteriously renamed this whole company, but with the same motives to come and get these people's code. It, but he wasn't malicious. He was just, oh, It was so bad. <laughs> And then they're like, okay, we're going to hack. We're going to hack this and steal this source code. How are we going to do it? We're going to do it through the coffee shop where this guy gets his coffee every day. Sweet. <laughs> All of this sounds fantastic. I don't know why you stopped watching. I need you to continue to watch it because I need to hear the summaries. That's that's. <laughs> I eventually was like, okay, this is actually – I'm losing IQ points if I watch another right, episode. That's enough. That's enough slander. That's enough. Because <laughs> I like startup. Oh, here it is. Oh, come on. Yes. The third yes. Reveal. Startup is very entertaining. And I've it held my so tongue far. far too long. And I'm like, he's doing this on purpose because he knows right. I said something about this show. And he's just waiting for me to say something. <laughs> no, they take, no, it's not a good show, film. It's not. It's this not show is very entertaining. It may not be accurate, but it is extremely entertaining. And I'm taking it personal. How much, how you're ripping this show. 
It's not that bad, John. It's, uh, it's that, that was bad. I wrong with my description? <laughs> just, just give give us the give the listeners an answer. Was I wrong in my description? You were close. You were. No, you were was not. I was. You're about seventy five percent. I was spot on in a short version. It's intertwined with stuff that keeps you interested. Like when the guy's kid gets killed. Like, okay, like you feel bad for that. But then they're like, all right, I'm going to retaliate through this. <laughs> I'm going to get him back. I'm going to get him back through investment. <laughs> no. So, okay. So, so See, John uh, kept watching, though. He's going to keep watching. He yeah, says it's uh, bad, but it's but he's going to keep watching. He, he's already, He's been pulled See, in. The, the only reason I might go back to it is because of you, man, because we have very similar tastes in shows and sports. So I may just for you, but it's got to get better, man. I got through like three episodes that second season. It's like I'm out, man. I can't. I can't. Um, OK, so uh, it probably doesn't while, get any better than what it's. Been. <laughs> so, while this discussion was happening, I pulled up um, startup on, on the, the Internet. Um, so, uh, you know how, uh, when you just, you just do a search for a show or a piece of media, you'll get like some, like you'll get like review aggregate scores. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is, this is an incredible disparity. Um, IMDB, the users at IMDB, um, collectively the show is an eight out of 10. Okay. Which I think is where Felton probably lands. However, Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 36%. <laughs> that is that that's the viewer, the experts. Uh, well, no, let, let me click through. Let's find out together. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the okay, so here we go. Here we go. Uh, when when you click on the link, and I remember Rotten Tomatoes does do critic score and then user audience score. So the audience score for um, or the critic score for startup is 36%. The audience score is 87%. This is according to Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. That is huge. More than mm-hmm. double. Here's the problem with this show, Phil. This, sorry, we're going to cover this. <laughs> Listen, the Martin Friedman character. Okay, the first episode, he's relevant. Then he goes and kills the woman, and then he's completely irrelevant for the rest of the first season, and then they're like, oh, we forgot he should be part of this other story. <laughs> Let's bring him back in, and now he's a goon for the Russian mafia. It's like, what? Yeah, and, uh, I think he probably actually did Fargo. And then came back because uh, <laughs> yes, he was gone for a while. <laughs> they it's they totally like, forgot about him. And they were like, oh yeah, you're still By you're still way. scrubbing that floor every night with the with the <laughs> He's a lot of bleach. He needs a lot of bleach. <laughs> he had to leave town for a while. <laughs> and you never get the feeling like this guy is really like that good of a even. Oh, it's, he never even makes an arrest. Does he ever work? <laughs> He's a dirty cop. Oh, kind of. <laughs> but see, that, that's how you see the the the, the expert to... critic. You have the expert critic, but then you have the viewer. So who do you trust more, the viewers or the critics? One of the best cop shows was The Shield. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore that question entirely. <laughs> Listen, I'll get back to it. The Shield. Those were dirty cops, but they still had to make arrests. Right. right. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. they missed that point. The writers didn't watch the shield. They're like, "We're gonna make them dirty." All right, so we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see him arresting random petty crimes. He, he he's in deep. He's in real deep. Adam, you just have to watch he's the like, show for yourself. But then he's like, "I'm gonna get Alex." Yes, I want to get. Why? There's no context for why you hate this guy. You. <laughs> You have to keep watching. That's how you find out. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, right, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. We can agree any others. I'm, all, I'm out. I'm out of the startup. Let me know. Yeah, we, it's over. Man. Right? Didn't they end it? Uh, uh, well, they had three seasons, and um, and I'm hoping that since Netflix picked it up, that they'll jump start, they'll restart it again. They'll start up, start up. Yeah. There are not a, enough bad computer commands to make that next season. <laughs> <laughs> From an uh, accuracy yeah. perspective, though, just trust me, it's very off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're not hacking source code of a uh, currency provider through a telephone touch-to-pay app at a coffee shop. Like, no, it's not, it's not, that's no, not exactly. If you're a genius, you can. I don't know. <laughs> I so I I used to like have a hard line, not a hard line, but I used to like care about that a little bit more, like like that kind of accuracy. And then I uh, went and I uh, saw um, uh, Black Swan in the movie theater uh, with my my now wife. And, um, you know, the, the Natalie Portman movie. Um, yeah. yeah. And I was talking with uh, somebody afterwards, like a couple months later, and I was like, yeah, Black Swan. That was like a really, really great movie. And, you know, like I, th- I thought it, I thought it was fantastic. It was I really liked it. And they were like, well, I did ballet and it wasn't realistic. So it sucked. It's like, well, you're an idiot because it's a great, like it's a great movie. <laughs> and she was like, well. The 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 twisty the triple twist yeah. that she did. Uh, she, Auntie Tarzan. Yeah, the Auntie yeah, Tarzan. They didn't do it right. Yeah, Natalie Portman clearly never took ballet lessons for 13 years. I'm like, yeah, no shit. She's Natalie Portman. She was <laughs> she's an actress. She was too busy being in Leon the Professional to do point. Like, get out of here. Yeah, that's where I'm at. She didn't she didn't tie her ballet shoes correctly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, like her toes are pointed right. instead of out. All right, sure. Listen, I could have overlooked the inaccuracies in the computer stuff mm-hmm. if that story, story could have held up, but it just got too far gone. Like, I get your son far go. It's like I get your son died, but we got real business to do. <laughs> you gotta get over. Just <laughs> got shot, like. <laughs> Oh, oh it, now what's funny is they they do actually sound like that when they talk. Um, yeah, they are a little over t- over the top. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that that is that that's that is funny because that is exactly how they um, the dialogue is. All right. All right. <laughs> you take the serious issue with that guy and like his real struggle to get out of out of being a gangster to mm-hmm. those two jackasses he's running around with. And you know, and the one girl is so broke, she could just afford a truck to move her server farm. <laughs> How'd you get that shit in the truck, man? 
the truck. <laughs> I don't. I'm 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 loving living watching yes. the show vicariously through this conversation. I think this is. Where I feel I'm like at. John is doing this on purpose. I, I feel like he knew this coming in. And he was like, watch this. Watch watch what I do. <laughs> well, watch oh, how this show called Startup. Right. <laughs> the worst I show your ever. I hacked your Netflix account. <laughs> no, I have MFA on my Netflix account now. So. Oh, <laughs> a boy. I'm sorry, Phil. But it's, I can't. But I, I'm glad you like it, though, man. <laughs> no, you don't. You're not. <laughs> like this. How could he? <laughs> Where did the taste go? <laughs> so, Adam, what guilty pleasure show have you watched that you knew was just terrible once you stuck with it? Come on now, I gave up startup. Okay. Um, see, I, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I, I can't. Adam only watches the finest. No, I, it's not like I I like trash sometimes. I just I just I, I can't think of like what trash I like. Sat, I truly yeah. actively uh, sat uh, through. He's definitely you a TV master, Taco Bell master guy, aren't you? You definitely like the mass singer. The what? The mass singer. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, mass singer. That's my jam. No. <laughs> my uh my wife has been watching One Tree Hill lately. And um, I like occasionally glance over at her screen and I'm just like, how has she watched this much of this? Sh-? Like, it just like I can't even hear it. Like, she's got her headphones on and I just see like brief 10 second uh, clips of it as she's watching. And I'm like, this this looks horrible. And I actually asked her the other night. I was like, so One Tree Hill. She was like, yeah. And I said, is it is it bad? Is it is it like bad? She goes, oh, yeah, it's really, really bad. And I'm like, why? Why are you still doing it? Because it's like bad meaning good bad, you know. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's I, like Dawson's Creek, right? I from yeah, from what I've gathered, yes, it's like a teen drama where all of the actors are in high school, but they're uh, also in their mid twenties at the same time. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's that. That's what I've gathered from it so far. There's a kid that plays basketball, and he's good at the basketball. Um, Sometimes, but then he's got to make a really hard shot, and they do that in slow motion. So, <laughs> always in slow motion. It's got to be, got to be. I mean, look, all right, look. I guess I could say that pretty much every, not all of them, but several cartoons of my youth were absolute trash, but I still liked them. Like Felton, I, Felton, you, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm saying this with all love. Transformers was a bad television show. All right, listeners, I apologize for um, <laughs> the taste. The taste of <laughs> some of the viewers on this episode do not reflect. <laughs> I loved it, but it was really it was well, you know, it was just well, it was just a twenty minute toy commercial. Listen, you came at Felton on that one. Like, listen, I just mentioned a random show who which he happened to love for I God didn't... knows what, but I'm just. All right, look, we should actually talk about something today. Um, this so, is cybersecurity. Uh, Transformers, I mean, they, they are from a planet called Cybertron. So, I mean, basically, See? yeah. I don't know if they ever get hacked, though. They just turn into trucks. I think the Transformers not, should not be 
gone away. By the way, I'm disappointed there's not more prevalent, like with my son. Like, he thinks they're cool, but he doesn't really like play with them much. Like there was a three dollar toy we found on our vacation, and he was like, "It's a transformer." I was like, "Yeah, kind of." <laughs> <laughs> You pushed the button and the car stood up. I guess that means a transformer. But like, I'm surprised they didn't stick around longer. It must have just they, they, they kicked around in various forms for for a while. Like they would, but like no, nothing ever really hit um, uh, prevalence in the mainstream market like that original series did. Um, but yeah, like they were. I never. I didn't follow any of it. I know it was out there. Well, so. I, I think like when Sh- is it Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Shia um, yeah, I, I think if he would have stuck with the with the movies, um, I think they might have stuck around a little bit longer. But they kind of I guess, soured on him and the uh, who was his co-star, Megan. Uh, Megan Fox. Megan, Megan Fox. Yeah, Megan Fox. Yeah, it, it seemed like they just kind of just started just pumping out movies, but they just had whoever they could find on the street to to play the main character. The last one was Bumblebee. Or- Bumblebee. Yeah, it was like a reboot thing, kind of, mm-hmm. sort of. And that wasn't mm-hmm. um uh Mark Wahlberg. Wasn't he in one, a couple of them yeah. too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just watched that one. It was not good. At all. I, Do you think he's a good actor? Mark Wahlberg? I think he's fine. I don't think he's terrible. I saw him in that Ted movie. I like that Ted movie. God, I haven't really seen him in much anything else. I, w- I you know, I would have probably seen him in Transformers if I liked that first Transformers movie at all. But um, I think he's I good in comedies. He's, he's good in comedies. In comedies, he's pretty yeah. good, but um, when he plays, he, anytime he tries to play a serious role, I just, I, I, I start laughing because I'm just like, I can't take him seriously. He was in that really good movie about the bodybuilders in Florida that ripped that guy off. The bodybuilders in Florida. That... Oh, was no. uh, did that one? That one also had uh, uh Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it was good. I didn't see it. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I missed that one. Yeah. I can't, I'm drawing a complete blank on a name. I saw her on TV the other day. I think he was good. He's been good in a few things. but I, don't know. I, think, I think his brother's a better actor. So. Yeah. Oh, all right. So, all right. Um, something sort of has been kicking around. I know we try to avoid... I say this all the time. We try to avoid hack of the week kind of stuff, but um, there is a pit, pretty uh, substantial. Are we going to drop names? Can we drop names on this? Um, yeah. So Kaseya um, was hacked. And I what Kaseya is, so not everybody's going to know that. Oh, sure. Uh, so Kaseya, um, <clears throat> I don't, I mean, they're a software company. Um, they, they, yeah, they have remote management software that yeah. MSP and service providers use to connect to client systems. Right, right. And the 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 thing that's sort of the reason I wanted to bring it up um, is that it was part of their own software 
um, there was a vulnerability from 2015 that was sitting in their customer portal that they, uh, one, knew about and two, did nothing about that allowed this uh, pretty pretty massive hack to happen. Um, John, I think you have a little bit more insight into the a little bit more technical aspect of it, but um, I just I, the it's it's the fact that it was their own and that they have known about it for this long is just one of these things that really makes me scratch my head um, completely honestly. So, well, the details of it are still coming out, but what we do know is that this vulnerability has existed since 2015, and it was and and Kaseya had it unpatched in their own software when they had already issued an advisory that it should be fixed, but they didn't fix it in their own software. Could be an oversight, whatever, but it, oversights are what, you know, attackers live off of, and they, right. and they just let this thing completely open. It tells me that they're not doing their own testing. They're not having anybody test their own website. They're not looking for these things to better protect their customers. I think it's negligence, 100% negligence on their part. And additionally, it's led to 1,500 businesses being hacked into by ransomware providers. Right. As a result of their negligence. Um, right. We don't use their software. We don't, uh, uh, their management software, their remote, the VSA product. We don't, it's not something we use. It's we're not in that business. But I'm familiar with what it does. And it's very similar. There are massive attacks taking place against managed service providers right now because if you break into a managed service provider you can get access to all of their customers so getting into one business can lead to access into hundreds of businesses depending on the size of that msp we're seeing we saw this last year with tyler technologies and uh it sort of started with that and there sort of was that wake up call like oh we should be hitting the msps right. getting into Kaseya is huge because they, they they were able to get 1500 companies in a single single attack and it happened very quickly and uh, attacks are still taking place as these systems are getting patched a bunch of companies are putting out webinar content and uh blog posts and stuff on this because it's such a big deal um, and this is coming in on the heels of a major release from microsoft who did an out-of-band patch to fix the spooler issue that was being actively exported as we see an increase in other attacks against things like Office 365, in short, this has been one of the busiest seasons for public data exposure and hacking that we've seen in a very yeah. long time, maybe ever. Yeah. So it's such high-profile things are getting happening all at once. Um, it's it's a very very hectic time, and I think it raises the concerns of, hey, if you get a security test or you don't get a security test and you so you don't know what your holes are are you negligent are you not opening yourself up to uh greater exposure what is in your guys's experience of why people are not doing this why are they not patching these things when they're notified of these vulnerabilities or why are they not testing for these vulnerabilities to, to begin with yeah i mean I, I i wonder you know you 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 mentioned some of that earlier um and and you know i wonder how much of it is you know, in the end, it's it's negligence of some variety, whether or not it was sort of like, you know, how long have they known about it, you know, and, you know, it was fixing it going to be this huge issue. You know what I mean? Like, like, 
was it was it not done because of difficulty or was it not done out of laziness i guess is always the is always the thing that comes down to like it basically in my mind all reasons to not do it fall under one of those two categories right is either i guess they published their own article on it saying that this vulnerability existed and clients should patch i get real frustrated and annoyed when these providers are making recommendations to their customers that they're not doing on their own you know it's this whole you know you know, do as I say, not as I do kind of mentality of, you know, hey, you should go do this, but we're not right. going to, we don't need to do it. It's, I don't know if it comes from hubris or just ignorance or what, but I find it to be be very frustrating when they were supposed to be the keepers of their client information. Listen, attacks are going to happen, vulnerabilities, zero days are going to happen, and there's going to be yep. issues. But Always. not patching something is not an excuse. Patching something that's been fixed by yourself. That's the appalling part of this. They fixed this themselves. Yeah. They were now, aware can, of it. Cheers. Oh, is that felt? No, I was going to say, are they liable? I, I mean, if if you're a company affected by this, can you sue? Probably, if if it's determined that they they were aware of it and they fixed it. If it's legally determined that they're aware of it, that they fixed it, and they, for other people, but they didn't do it themselves, they probably are liable. But I'm not a lawyer, to, and, and mm-hmm. what's I don't know how that works, but I would think they would probably have some liability there. Sure. I understand that you have a responsibility. So, like, if you have data in Office 365. You know, there's some shared responsibility there. You know, Microsoft has to keep do their part and you have to do your part to kind of keep everything safe and secure. Mm-hmm. So if something happens, you just have to kind of review it, determine what the reason is and what needs to be done about it. But in, if there's a situation where Microsoft had gross negligence and they weren't fixing stuff for clients and that and that resulted in data loss for customers, they should be held liable for that hundred percent if it was just completely mm-hmm. negligent. I think from what I understand about the Casea thing, it does seem pure like negligence to me. Like I would not do business with a company like that who's allowing mm-hmm. that to take place. Right. Right. I mean think but put it in terms of put use an analogy. Put it in terms of uh, of a car manufacturer. Car manufacturer knows of an issue that um, the brakes are bad on this particular model. And they know about that issue for six years. They never issue a recall because they don't want to deal with it. Are you blaming the car company? Who's at fault? You were never told about it. Right. No I'm blaming the car company. I'm blaming oh, yeah, the car exactly. company if they knew about it but didn't want to issue a recall. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, I thought right. that was rhetorical. Blame the person who was negligent. You didn't do anything mm-hmm. about it. You knew about it and didn't do anything about it. Well, why is that different? You knew your website had this hole in it, so you didn't do anything about it was negligent. Or you weren't testing your website to maintain customer customer privacy and security. Then you're negligent again. Either way mm-hmm. you look, you're negligent. Right. Why would you allow that to sit and, and, and continue to sign up new customers and take on new data and when you're not doing anything about it? Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it it, it is it is just negligence when you get down to it. And, and, um, you know, my my. Like 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 I said, it's either it's either difficulty or you didn't know about it either way. It's still it's still your responsibility. 
um, I think is the, the, the word to use is responsibility. Um, and well, let me pose another scenario to you. Okay. Peloton. Sure. Peloton is made aware that there's an issue with the software on their treads. Yes. Okay. That was, I think a kid may have died. It was a tragic situation. They were made aware of this issue. They then opened up a voluntary recall of the product. They still get ripped publicly about that issue. Was Peloton wrong? They're the ones who are like, no, man, we had a problem. We're voluntary recalling these. We are made aware of it. We are going to fix it. But if it's a problem, we will take it back. I mean, that this is one of those things, right? Like, when did they actually know about the issue, right? Did they know about the issue during production? Did they know about the issue shortly after production? Let's not, uh, let's not worry about that. Let's worry about the public version of the story, okay? Okay. Because we have the public version of the Caseta story, and they didn't patch it. So I'm just saying the public version, not the conspiracy conspiracy theory that they knew about it, whatever. We don't know that. I'm saying sure. the public version of the story. To me, they were like, you, you got a problem, bring it back. Like, we're taking it back at our experience. Right. That's doing the right thing in my mind. Yeah. Or yeah, you agree. can keep it, but understand the vulnerability exists. I don't care. I think as long as you're made aware, I mean, that's then you have you have the power to decide if you want to keep the bike or return the bike um, versus just keeping it to yourself and hush hush like, well, we're making so much money right now. We don't want to do a recall, cause panic, it could hurt sales on the road. Um, I think it just if you put it out there to the public um, and, and give that warning, I think it kind of shows that, you know, in good faith, you're willing to take that hit um, in, in, in the public uh, versus holding on to that information just to keep, you know, selling more Peloton bikes um, and possibly have a lot more, you know, children end up hurt or dying uh, right. because of a known risk. Just to be clear, it was their treadmill, not their bike. Yeah. Was okay. Their, yeah. Sorry. Those bikes are perfect. Don't, don't knock the bike. He said, don't touch the bike. Don't touch the bike. I have the bike. Like, <laughs> I, I heard, I heard that the bike is the, uh, the startup of exercise equipment and it's, it's, it, it's really terrible. So I was bringing terrible. it back to the show. I wasn't calling it a startup. <laughs> I was well, saying. Some people can't handle one of those bike rides. It's not for everybody. Not everybody can. <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, if that's if that's a problem for you, there's sidewalks outside you can take a walk on. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm at. <laughs> Actually, no, I have an electric skateboard. I don't even walk. Um. So. Yeah. No. It's it's. Those things blow up, don't they? I don't. I I'm not aware of any any of them blowing up. Not the brand that I have, anyway. I hope not. Those hoverboard things, those kids Oh yeah, those were definitely yeah. blowing up. Yeah, those yeah. those were blowing up. Right, that's not what I have though. I got a, I got a boosted. I got a boosted. Now 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 they uh, did your skateboard come with a warning? Yeah, I mean it was like, hey, don't don't ride this thing in extreme temperatures, you know that kind of stuff. Um, there was probably a, a label on there that was like, you can't take yeah. this on a plane, but. Yeah, you may have fall. You yeah, you may fall. Have I fallen off? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I beefed it really bad one day, like really bad. Um, I was, I was, I had gotten breakfast, and I was riding back to my apartment, and I had my breakfast in my backpack, and I had a soda in one hand, and I had um, the 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 throttle switch in the other hand, and um, it was overcast, but I had, but I took my sunglasses with me just in case, and I had them in the 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 crook of my shirt in my v in, in my, my tank top i had it right there and uh because everyone can see where where i'm pointing to um and as i as i come out of the 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 um breakfast restaurant and i and i'm turning onto the road thankfully there's no there's not like a lot of cars there um, but i'm turning onto the road and as i do that my sunglasses catch the like a gust of wind and they um, they sort of start to fly out, and I uh, like just sort of instinct instinctually like tried to grab them, uh, and then I obviously I couldn't because I my hands were full, um, and then that was enough to make me lose balance, and I just I just I I hit hard, I hit really hard, so yeah, yeah. What did you land? Huh? What did you land on? Like your the own? street. The street. No, oh, 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 physically. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I... <laughs> like that shit hard. Street. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I landed primarily on uh, my palm, and I had like diet coke all over me, and uh, I landed on my palm, and then I, I, well, I actually landed on both palms, but my left palm slipped because it was covered in diet coke. And and then I landed on my left my left side. I, I was scratched up really bad. And my wife was out doing like a pampering day. She was gonna go get like her nails done and then get her hair done. And so I didn't want to like worry. Um, and I was I was like, hey, just so you know, like I, I tumbled a little bit earlier. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. She goes, you sure? Do I need to come back? I'm like, no, no, no. Enjoy your day. Uh, in the meantime, I'm I'm at home with like gauze, like wrapping my hand. <laughs> Listen, I got a real quick similar funny story to tell you. So okay. I was on vacation last week, and and one of the things you do where I went is – I'm not going to say where I went. It's nobody's business, but where I went is, is you ride bikes everywhere. So mm-hmm. you get – you which we do when you get there, you park your car, you get these cruiser bikes, and then you kind of just ride those all over. You know, If you don't know what a cruiser bike is, it's basically a very easy bike to ride handles like a like a 12 year old girl would have you know that kind of thing it's going to run around basket is optional on the front of it kind of thing so everybody rides these bikes so we're going to uh this very famous restaurant for uh lunch it's one of the things we do every year it's a long bike ride my family hates it but they do it because i want to do it they're very scared. <laughs> so we're in we're, we're going to this restaurant and we find ourselves in a very big peloton uh and so, like, you can't really get out of it, like, because you're in a single file line, so you're just kind of going. And there's this very aggressive group of guys and, and gals that are coming up kind of behind my wife. And so we're on this bike path, and this guy's like, basically, like, F it. I don't want to be in this line anymore. I'm going to go around. Well, so he goes around on a bike path, and then there's people coming at him, and he's like, man, I got to get out of this situation. So he starts pedaling this thing, and he drives it through a ditch like a mountain bike. Okay, he comes up out of the ditch and out of the street and 
pops his chain and he goes over head first. Oh no! Basically, does this tumble thing, (laughs) and so the whole peloton basically stops and we're like, "Are we supposed to help this guy or like what?" So he like stands up, pop my chain. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how you pop. I was like, um. I guess we can go, guys. So my family starts going, and like we get up a little ways, and they're like, "Where's Chad?" And we're like, "I'm like, yeah, he popped his chain. He's back in the street." Like, come on, that's it. So he was. I don't know if history of doing this thing or not. So we go to the restaurant. I said to my wife, "Like, did you see that guy?" And she was like, "Why was he riding a thing like a mountain bike? You can't pedal those things like that." That's fantastic. I thought, it was, I thought it was a funny story. It, it, it's one of those where you like, you have to, are you okay? I just want to make sure you're okay. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. You're being a jerk, but I want to make sure you're not dead. You seem fine. Right. You're joking about it. Like, I don't know how you survived that, but you did. Oh, and then, I, oh, and the other part of the story is then traffic's backed up because his, he's basically in the street. His bike's in the street in pieces. And now he's got traffic <laughs> and the Peloton backed up. Right. Uh, so I, I did not, I didn't tell the, uh, uh, another very funny part of the story. Um, I, I may, I, I pick myself up and I, and I get myself over to the sidewalk. I drag my board over and everything. My sunglasses are long gone, right? I, I have no, no bones about that. I was like, whatever, I'll just get another pair of sunglasses. I just had to get out of the road because cars were coming, right? So I get over on the side of the road and this, this very, I'll, Give him this. He was a very nice man in a pickup truck, pulled over and said, hey, I saw you fall. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. And he's like, do you need a ride? And I'm like, no, I'm literally just like uh, like I'm like two blocks up. Um, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And he's like, no, nah, man, come on, man. You're come on. Let me give you a ride. And I like look over and it's just like old beat up truck. And I'm just and, and I don't know. I just had this like, no, I don't want to bother you. Like, I, like, I'm fine, man. And he goes, no, seriously. I'm like, OK, OK, OK. So I throw my board into the into the bed and uh, I open up the, the door to get into the truck. And I am not kidding. The entire floorboard and some of the chair is filled with garbage, like fast food <laughs> wrappers. Um, and there was like there was like oh, a couple was- of. Was it my daughter picking you up in her car? <laughs> this, this, like, I had to push fast food wrappers over so I could sit down. There was like a knife on the floorboard, but not like a good one, like a, like, you know, like the crappy mall knives that you that you see, like at like Spencer's. Like it was like one of those. And we get in the car and he's driving me, and he's like, he goes, "Hey man, when you get home." You can just roll one and light one up. You'll feel right as rain after that. I'm like, all right, man. Okay. That's cool. And and I'm like, okay, here. And he goes, are you sure? I'm like, yes, this is my apartment building. Please let me go now. I. <laughs> it's it's oh, it, it, it's weird story. that, yeah. It, it's like he's nice, but it's like, man, you kind of have to look at your passenger side seat and like is it really nice to invite someone to sit on all this junk right (laughs) well again the thing was i was literally like a couple of blocks away so it probably would have taken me less time to just ride my board over to my apartment than it would have to argue with this man and then load up into his car and all this other kind of stuff like i was just (laughs) yeah 
So, um, all right. Uh, we didn't take a break today. No, I don't think we need to. No, no I think no, I think, sure I think that's good. No, I'm not saying we we didn't take a break as in we need to. I'm saying we didn't take a break. That's interesting. Um, so our break uh, was spent talking crap about startup. About startup, startup and. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Mr. Robot. So the more accurate of the hacker shows. Belton, I understand understand something. I need you to I need you to look at me. I said all that about Transformers. I still had every single one. Like legitimately I had like all of them. Like so I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And and you had the real ones, the metal ones, the heavy the heavy mm-hmm. ones that I, were yeah, some of the old the metal originals. ones. Yeah. I kept with it too, even when they moved to that Beast Wars show. I I kept up with it. I I I bought those too. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for. I need you to look at me for a second. Listen, this startup sucks. <laughs> it's so cold. Long. It's cold. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you for joining our startup and Transformers cast. Uh, thank you all. Uh, we really appreciate you. If you have any questions, comments about Transformers and and whether or not uh optimus prime is uh better than what was his name felton that took over after the movie is it rodimus prime rodimus prime uh if you think if you think rodimus prime is better than optimus prime you can email us at podcast at jscmgroup.com podcast at jscmgroup.com when you do that all we will do is tell you that you are wrong and that optimus prime rules thank you all for joining us and we will talk to you next week Bye. All right.